Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome back into the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. It's been a while, Zach. It is. Is this on? It's on. You're on. Is this on? Is yeah. It? Yes. Yes. You're okay, on. Right. Yeah. We we did mic checks. Yeah. Yeah. Did that make I'm, a noise when I did that? I, I'm sure it okay, did. Right. Yeah. But I mean, we did mic checks. Uh, I think. I mean, you know, we'll see. It's been a while. It has been exactly 222 days since we did a podcast. Wow. That, I looked it up. You looked I it counted. Up. I got a calendar and went one, two, three, four, <laughs> 222. Yeah. Oh wow. All I right. did not. I googled it. How many days since? Do you ask Siri? I should have. Somebody ask Siri and see if she, if she knows. I could ask Siri in one room of my house and Alexa in another room of my house. Okay. All right. But you got them both. All right. I do. I yeah. do. This is, we're, we're jumping okay. off to yeah. a great yeah. start yeah. here. We're Welcome to the CMB Welcome Fantasy back. Football yeah. League podcast. Zach Henson is with me as always. And today we're joined by another uh, co-host, new co-host, special new? guest. We'll yes. see what happens. I'm yeah. excited about it. Yeah. Um, so we, we do have some breaking news in the league. Oh, you got that? Do I, it, you want me to play the breaking news yeah, bumper? Yeah, do, do you got the bumper? Let's do it. Let's... All right, breaking news. Um, some of you may may have heard already, but we do have a new manager in the uh, CMB Fantasy Football League, which means that we did lose a team this year. IDP still suck. Um, it's a big deal. Yeah, they turned in their, their notice that they are uh, stepping down from the league. Uh Jay said that they had uh, a what, what, what was the exact wordage that they had just lost the passion basically for it, mm. and I kind of blamed it on Derrick Henry getting hurt last year. You know that was their first round pick, and I think that really just uh, was the final blow for them. Mm. They felt like they had uh, the championship team, but Derrick really let them down. But uh, anyways, they are, they are gone. They won two championships. Yeah, man. Is that right. The they, second winningest. Team and CMB fan. No, I think Tecmo. Yeah, Tecmo. Tecmo. Sorry, sorry. Well, they're sorry, they might Robin be Jeff. They might be. I don't know. But it's um, up there. yeah. Anyways, two championships. They said they were glad they stuck around long enough to see Pace win mm. a championship. So they are gone, and um, that opens up the door for uh, Cameron Reed, who is now going to be joining us. And uh, Cam is with us today on the podcast. Cam, welcome. Hey, thanks. Welcome Happy to, to be here. Yeah. Hey, you are the second Cam. That's been on our podcast. Who's the first? Really, the first one was when we played. Um, when we played this, oh. Newton takes the snap and he is in for a Panthers touchdown. <laughs> oh yeah. So Cam's back. He's different, back. Different Cam. But yes, back. but he is You're back. back. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't even go that high. Yeah, no. is he even on the team this year? Is Cam Newton on a team? Cam Newton on a team? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm, I don't think so. Hey, if you're looking for a first round draft pick, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, you kind of have to draft him now. I, like, I do. Yeah, frequently. yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we got uh, Cam's going to be joining us this year. We're really excited. He's going to be a great addition to the league, and hopefully, he'll be able to join us on the podcast. Great addition, a lot to the coming up. So, um, so you guys will be sure to. You'll get to know him. He makes an appearance in the Ice Bucket video, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, which will be debuting at the draft this year. So uh, Cam's already been involved already in the league, so we're excited to have him. Okay, I got three things here for Cam. 
This is three things that he needs to know um, before joining the league. And this comes from Matt Collins, mm. uh, co-manager of the West Coast Wombats. Number one, Ross Garrison's father skills are the same as his fantasy football acumen. His son needs our prayers. Wow. <laughs> Man, shot across the bow <laughs> out of the gate. That's tough. Number two, Ross Garrison... <laughs> <laughs> Russ Garrison is in a formal relationship with Baker Mayfield after Tim Tebow dumped him. I can confirm that. Um, yeah, Ross Garrison really likes Baker Mayfield. So Even Carolina Panthers, Baker Mayfield? It would not shock me for Ross to show up in a Carolina Panthers makeshift Baker Mayfield jersey. He'll have a fresh one. Something. Yeah. He'll, he'll buy that joker. And then number three, the Wombats from the East Coast are far inferior to those on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's your takeaway. I've actually heard that before about yeah, wombats the from the east. east. Yeah, 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 it's big. So. so just legitimate wombats. Yeah, yeah, like actual wombats that live east west coast. West coast ones are they're a lot stronger. Yeah. <laughs> so There's a lot to be said there, but so uh, you'll save the wombat facts for future yeah. podcasts. Yeah. So who's your favorite football team? Uh, my favorite football team is the New England Patriots. Is this for real? This is for real. Is it really? Yeah. Is he lying right now? No, no he's I'm a not Patriots. Lying. Okay, he's I'm not a Patriots lying. fan. Okay. He'll be. They'll probably be a Patriots jersey making an appearance. I just really thought point. it was. It was going to be Titans automatically, but no. yeah. My dad was. Uh, he grew up in San Mateo, California. Okay. So he was a Raiders fan. Yeah. And so growing up, I was like, you just pick a team. And I always played with the Patriots on 2K5, NFL 2K5, back when they made 2K mm. NFL games. Gotcha. So big Brady fan. Oh yeah. So how do you feel about Tampa? You like it or? I mean, he's still winning, so that's kind of cool, but yeah. it also makes me a little sad. All right. Uh, that's interesting. I didn't know. So how many fantasy leagues have you done? Like, for What did you do last year? Like, how many leagues? Um, I was in three last year. Okay. One with family, uh, and then one with some friends. Both of those redraft leagues, and I started a dynasty league, dynasty league last year. Yeah. So How did you... Did you finish? Um, I got third in the two redraft leagues and then i was second to last in the dynasty league mm. gotcha okay so what, what is, was the undoing in yeah. the dynasty league uh just being bad just being <laughs> bad all around sweet <laughs> welcome to cmb fantasy <laughs> football league. this is good yeah. i like this um what was one of your worst moves last year last year i i did draft jk dobbins the day before he got hurt for the season yeah in like the second round so <laughs> then i was out a running back basically is pretty tough. Yeah. When what was one of your best? One of my best moves, um, I picked up Rondale Moore pretty early on in the season for my dynasty league. Okay. Which didn't really pay dividends last year, but I'm hoping this year it'll turn out to be one of my best moves. Right. So we have one guy in the league, his name is Jake, mm-hmm. and he uh he tries to he'll do a first round mock draft, kinda guessing on, you know, like your tendencies and stuff like that. And he hasn't really, you know, he doesn't know your tendencies right now. What would you say, like, you like to do in the first round? Would you say you like to go running back first, wide receiver? Mm-hmm. What can you offer, Jake? Or you can, you can, uh, you can politely decline. You can politely decline, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'd say in a league with IDPs, Bobby Wagner first round every time. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a linebacker. Yeah. I was, uh, that was going to be one of my questions was if you knew we were doing IDPs <laughs> or not. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to get to watch uh, both sides of the ball there, so that's good. So, welcome to the league. Hey, thanks. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's a fun. It's a fun league. Yeah, we, we do things like podcasts. Yeah, trending on Apple Pods, ice bucket challenges. As yeah, we've seen. 
Yeah. So these yeah. are all good things. Yeah, these are all very good things. So I, I want to run down this really quick, just uh, going back memory lane here from the last last season. I have 2021 fantasy football awards. Really okay. quick, just to refresh everybody's memory and see if you agree with this or not. So uh, the 2021 fantasy football rookie of the year last year. This is this is from the website Fantasy Pros. The winner is Jamar Chase. How do you? Have, I mean, I think so, right? I mean, that was ridiculous. Jamar yeah, Chase. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. First year numbers. It says uh, the heartburn award for the most agitating player, Antonio Gibson. Definitely can't agree with that one. Um, he had the shin injury early on, and then turned it on towards the end, and then. At the very end of the year, I think he tested positive for COVID, something like that. So Antonio Gibson gets that one. Um, the rising star you'll want to draft in 2022, Javante Williams. I think they spelled Mac Jones wrong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Javante Williams uh, is who they think you'll want to draft in 2022. I would say the hype is uh, pretty strong with him this year. So mm. the 2021 one year wonder, Cordero Patterson. One year wonder. One year wonder for Daryl Patterson. You know, you agree? It, it could really go that way it could. with him. <laughs> but it? what a year. You know, I was, talk, I was talking to somebody um, just the other day about uh, Calvin Ridley. And I, and I completely forgot. I was like, well, what, is it, what is his status? And I forgot he got suspended. Do you remember? I mean, I forgot he got suspended for uh, placing a DraftKings bet or something. So... Yeah, he he is uh, Calvin Ridley is most likely to be drafted early by somebody that doesn't know. Yeah, that Chris Carson is number two. Yeah, most likely to be drafted. Oh yeah, by somebody. Chris who Carson. Doesn't know. Yeah, that's really possible because yeah. the people that bring the draft magazines that they got a month and a half yes. ago. Yeah. yeah, that has Chris Carson somewhere pretty low anyway because you don't draft Seattle running backs. Yeah. Um, the uh, the next one is the average draft position over performer for the year. Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel. Yeah, that's... Yeah. It said that uh, he was drafted as a 35th wide receiver going into the 8th round of drafts. And uh, he turned out... Turning out to be the number 2 wide receiver overall in standard leagues. Does he Does he go again this year? Do you feel good about Debo? I mean, he's up there in the rank, so I don't... I would I would think the uh, he's definitely not the thirty fifth wide who receiver. Who had him? The Allman Brothers, the right? Wasn't it the Allman Brothers? I don't remember. We have this team. They're called the Allman Brothers, and they like to eat almonds mm. out of um, belly buttons. From it's yeah, it's strange. That's pretty Sorry. rough. Yes, yeah. as someone who is allergic to almonds, what kind of almonds do you <laughs> I'm prefer? Offended. What kind of almonds? Oh, you're allergic. <laughs> I ate them all the time in high school. Then I had one in college, and my chest started. Hurting wow! Really bad, so I don't eat them anymore. Breaking. Sorry, Almond Brothers. You're gonna have to carry yeah. an EpiPen if you sit by them at the draft. <laughs> I mean, be in the same they room. They do. With them. This team but. will also give you some shark facts throughout the draft. Hey, I love shark facts. Great. Well, you're big, in the right league. He is not right. allergic to shark facts. He is not. Yeah, not allergic to sharks either. Yeah, that's good. All right, back to the back to the uh, awards here. The 2021 player I was most wrong about, Jalen Hurts. I would say so. He turned it on. He was pretty good last year. And the uh, hype is through the roof for him this year, I would say, as well. A.J. Brown. With A.J. Brown, yep. Mm-hmm. And the 2021 player I was most right about, Joe Mixon. So apparently uh, he had him ranked pretty high, and Joe, Mr. Mixon, did pretty well this year for the first time, uh, it feels like. And the biggest bust of the 2021 season. Is it Christian McCaffrey? 
No, it's Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, uh, the biggest bust of the 2021 season. So I mean, you you cannot draft Saquon Barkley with any confidence yeah. anymore, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Pay sent me a, a picture of Daniel Jones, and uh, I wish this I could show you all right now, but it was it was fantastic. He looks lost. He looks very lost. Um, all right, throw 20, that throw that bad boy on the Facebook. Yeah, group. To. check the Facebook group for yeah, a picture. Yeah. of Daniel Jones. Twenty twenty one. In honor of IDP, still suck. Fantasy football most valuable player. Who do you think MVP last year? Who you got? Who do you think? Cooper Cup or Bobby Wagner? Nope, not Bobby <laughs> Wagner. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is Cooper Cup was definitely up there. Cooper Cup got no awards. Cooper Cooper Cup got no awards. Uh, mm. Jonathan Taylor did, who I think is what number one, number two, something like that in drafts this year. So mm. those are your twenty twenty one. I refuse to talk about a Colt in that light. Yeah, so uh, he's the best running back in the NFL. So. There's your refresher. There you go. Oh. There's your refresher for the awards there. So man, I hope Derrick Henry has a good year. I hope so too. He'll have Come a good on, year, man. but he's Come not on. as good as Jonathan Taylor. Welcome to the CMB yeah, Fantasy Football back. League. Right. <laughs> yeah. I hope you draft Mac Jones in the top two rounds. Yeah. Let's do it. You say that like it's not a fact. That's going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we got a pre-draft meeting coming up, Zach. Yes. Yeah, we got the pre-draft meeting coming up, um, which will be this coming Tuesday. Somebody's trying to get into Matt's office right now with keys. This is very interesting. We don't know who this is. And it is. The- Matt Collins. I want Ross Garrison to know that there is nowhere you can run or hide that I will not find you. Wow, that was terrifying. The whole thing. And he's gone. I didn't. And that was it. He's gone. That was fantastic and terrifying all he, at once. He he pulled Cam out is, the keys. Cam got up and locked the door. Unlocked, which I appreciate. Unlocked that, my door. That did spook me. Came in. Um, I didn't know who that was. Yeah, we were recording, right? We're good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. We're recording. All right. Um, where was I? Pre, uh, pre-draft, there's a pre-draft, there's a pre-draft meeting. Up. Yeah, pre-draft meeting coming up, and it is this coming Tuesday at eight fifteen p.m. Give me enough time to get there after our photo session. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw on Facebook, but uh, we've upgraded. There is a poster board this year. Poster board with the draft order. Is this like the poster board you just buy at Walmart? Yeah, like. Man, big bucks. Yeah, yeah. Is it phone core or is it regular no, poster board? You know, the phone core was like $4 and this was $0.97, cents, so I went with this one. Hey, you know what? And uh, anyways, so fellas, yeah, you're going to be able to see on the Zoom meeting the draft order. So no, just like, hey, what's left? No, you can see it now. This is big. We've really moved up. Um, it's already it's already ready. And Cam, so. just so you know, if they draw your name first, that does not mean you get to pick first. How, it's, yeah. it's really it's, it's back it's backwards it's like the it's last ridiculous it's kind of like the NBA draft you want to be the last mm-hmm. team standing so if the, they draw your name first too you you too get bad the, for you yeah so we'll put up a, a list one through fourteen you know mm-hmm. and you get to pick which spot you want to draft so it's not like you automatically get it just based off of which order we pull the names out of a hat but you know what speaking of which Cam won I sure did the March Madness. He, you did. Yeah. Welcome Cam, to the league. Cam right. won. That was his first first thing. Yeah, he won the March Madness. Who did you have winning it? I had Duke winning it all. Yeah. So 
They came in second. They came in second. So Cam, yeah, Cam won. I think it was pretty close there at the end, but uh, Cam won. So he gets the extra life. So basically, when we pull the names out of a hat, if you're one of the first ones to to get pulled, we can put it back in. You get an extra life, reshuffle, and we go from there. So it's a nice perk. It is a very nice perk. Who won the Super Bowl thing? I can't remember. I need to look that up. I'll have that for the next podcast. Somebody gets an extra life there. Anyways, eight fifteen. Be there if you haven't paid. Um, pay me, and if you don't, that's okay. We would love to put you in a separate pool um, where you get one of the very last picks. We would love that. Um, so if you don't want to pay, that's okay. But I think most most people have paid me at this point. So, um, And also, this year, the draft is going to be in Teenside. Yes. So we are not in the gym. Wow. Man. Going to Teenside. Cameron Reed's house. Cameron yeah. Reed's house. You come that's see right. my office. That's right. We'll see his office Throw there. Throw a little mini disc golf in his office. Yeah. yeah. We can make that happen. You and, probably uh, put it right on your right on the table, your draft table. Yeah, we'll just they've got chuck discs at you. Two big TVs draft. in there, right? Two. Yeah, we got two TVs in there, um, and the best thing is we have Apple TV in there, so Matt can just airdrop or oh. share the screen, Apple TV, whatever. Will be a lot easier. Last year was awful. We were running HDMI cables. I was so mad through hoops and everything. <laughs> I yeah. was angry. Yeah. I, I, the whole draft, I was just mad. Also, until I had some of Jeff's ice cream, that was okay. Bring a laptop, you know, if you don't have access to that, Matt, you have like an extra one, right? I do have extra laptops, so uh, <laughs> we have an old one over here, yeah, an old two thousand five MacBook. Yeah, we'll let hopefully you it works. Give it a yeah. shot. Yeah. So pre-draft meeting coming up. It is uh, requ- required to be there. Yes. Be at the pre-draft meeting. Yes. Be there. Same as the draft. Pay me thirty dollars if you haven't yet. Looking forward to it. It's always fun. So. All right, we're going to do one more thing with Cam, and okay. then we're going to move on to our call of the week. Sounds good. Which is a big one. All right. So uh, this is from Patrick Schuster. This is the top ten tips for a successful fantasy football year. Right. So I want to see if you guys agree with this. Okay. Number one, and these are the tips to bring in uh, before you draft to have a successful draft, okay? So number one, leave your allegiance at the door. Okay. So it doesn't matter what team is your team. And we've seen this where we Tennessee Titans get drafted way earlier than Tennessee Titans should be drafted. Yes. Right? Yeah. Leave your allegiance at the door. Do you agree with that statement? Oh. Unless it's Mac Jones in the top two rounds. I mean, New England Patriots are safe to draft whenever. So, <laughs> As a non-Titans fan, yeah. I can not agree with this that statement. This is great. A non-Titans right. fan joining the league. I like it. Number two, have a plan. There is nothing worse to watch than someone – Go through the draft process with no plan of what they're doing or how fantasy football works. Ryan Risher's been a great example of this in years past. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, usually have a plan for like after the first six rounds, friends. That's yeah. Uh, there's nothing worse than, uh, can I see the available running backs? Can I see the available wide receivers? I, I will I say what is saving a lot of people is now that we have, you can just see it on your phone or your your laptop, the available remaining players. So yes, so we we don't get to experience we don't get panic. to experience that deer and headlight <laughs> look that uh, Ross gave me one year. I remember that looking back. Number three, pay attention to runs. So if a certain position, if there's a run going on in a certain position, maybe you adjust your draft strategy. And we see this a lot of times with quarterbacks, right? right. Quarterbacks shouldn't go super early, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden they start to go. They super start going, early. yeah. Somebody got stuck last year. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, was it y'all? I don't, I, don't I don't think so. so. Somebody got stuck where like people were already drafting their backups. Right. And then yeah. somebody didn't have a quarterback yep. yet. So pay attention to runs. Number four, pay attention, but don't be consumed by by bye weeks. 
Okay. It's a good tip, mm-hmm. right? Number five, learn about rookies, but don't become a preschool. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Do you have a strategy on drafting rookies? Um, no. The only rookie I can tell you right now is the, is it Bryce Hall? Brees. 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 <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about the rookies. Um, I'll start I'll start trying to learn about them very soon. Brian will help you with yeah, that. Yeah, Brian will definitely help me with that. <laughs> Tip number six, draft one defense and one kicker. Amen. Okay. And don't draft them early. All right. Unless you're Kevin White, who will definitely get the number one defense yes. early. Yes. Tip number seven, time to pick up backups. Another move that has worked well in the past is adding a backup to a star player during the season. Since I saved two roster spots by only selecting one kicker and one defense, I often fill in a spot or two with the backups of my top players. Yeah. Yeah, you got to. Number eight, avoid most trades. Boo. <laughs> Come on. I, I completely agree with this. <laughs> this is, I mean, what a stale league, you know. Yeah. Just sit there and look at your roster. If someone approaches you for a trade that has a worse record than you, my advice is to be very careful as they're looking to likely dump garage for gold. <laughs> a favorite move I've seen is the guy that offers you four players for two and says the same point totals have been produced by those four that have been produced by your two. The idea of fantasy football is to get the most points from each player. What good is trading two guys for four in hopes to get those points? This author has lost all credibility. Yeah, you got a, you got a wheel is, and this deal. This is terrible. No. Well, I mean, who wrote this? I completely agree. Did, Number did, nine. Did Matt write this? <laughs> this is Matt Suggs. This is Matt Written pseudonym. by Matt Suggs. Patrick Schuster. <laughs> Patrick Schuster. <laughs> Tip number nine. Stay involved. I like this one. Stay involved or stay home. Probably my biggest pet peeve is the guy who is in a uh-huh. league, starts 0-3, and, and stops paying attention to his roster and gives yep. up. Okay, I like this. Fantasy football is supposed to be for fun, but should be taken seriously enough to remain active for the season. If you can't commit, don't join the league. I like it. We're yeah. not going to have that problem with we Cameron. Yeah, yeah Cam, no, definitely in, not with Cameron. Cam's in. Probably Cam's, not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go 0-3, win, win his first game, and shout, yeah. I'm back Yeah, on the podcast. I never left. That's right. <laughs> That's true. Last, last but not least, take it seriously. This is a good one, too. Take it seriously, but not too seriously. Remember that everyone in your league has a life, a job, a family, and other interests, so there's no reason to harass someone with 42 trades, starting fights over waiver wire moves, and causing any animosity over the league. I've seen friendships end over fantasy football, and that, to me, is sad. Like my father used to say, you still have to get up on Monday and go to work, win or lose. I guess we can say uh, exhibit Jock Peterson on this one. And uh, <laughs> what was his name? Tommy Pham or Tommy something? Tommy Pham. Yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah. That was wild. That was really crazy. It's good stuff. Yeah. So those Thanks. are your top 10 tips for a successful fantasy. By Matt Suggs, we think. Yeah. We think. Most definitely. By Patrick yes. Schuster. That's why he asked if we agreed with him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Before he sends it in to Bleacher Report. <laughs> Oh, All man. right, Cam. You got any last words as you come into the league? We're I, I'm super excited yeah. to have you. Uh, I know that podcast listeners are going to be very entertained as we go through. Cam is very knowledgeable about sports, 
and uh, he's way funnier than I am. So yeah. it's going to be good. It'll be good. Yeah. I, I just want to say, watch out, uh, Golden Eagle Football Club. We're coming at you. We're a hard-nosed team. We play tough football. Mm-hmm. We help our opponents get up off the ground after we hit them, and then we push them down again. <laughs> wow. Um, there's a lot of things that we're about. It's going to be a complete culture change from IDP still suck. We're not going to be blaming players next year, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Derek Henry, if I draft you, I'm going to have your back the whole year. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of work to build this organization up to the heights that it needs to be at. But I'm here, and uh, we started off with a win in the, uh, the March Madness, and we're just going to keep rolling, keep getting Ws. Wow. This is a real deal. Just, I like it. Just remember, Matt, I mean, Patrick Schuster's tip number 10. Yeah. Take it seriously, <laughs> but not too, seriously. not too seriously. Right. If I took it too seriously, you guys would lose every game whether or not you were playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Cam, thanks for joining us today. Love to be here. All right, Zach, we are going to move on to our call of the week. This is a big one. This is a big deal. It's time for the call of the week. All right, we are joined by the fantasy football champion, Jordan Pace. Pace, how's that sound? Uh, It sounds foreign because I've been in this league since I was in the ninth grade. And (laughs) this past year, uh, I turned 29 years old and finally won the a CMB fantasy football league, so it feels good. I know that's awesome, man. Um, when I, the, the most important question I can think of, just to start with, is is when did you tell Terry Pace, and what was his reaction? <laughs> um, my dad, he does care about our league. Oddly enough, like he asks me questions throughout the season, but it's always the same question. It's like, how's the fantasy going? And he asked me. I think it was like a day or two after the. The, uh, the season ended and I had won and I kind of was like hey I, I actually won the league and he kind of gave me this look of like wait really like I don't think he ever expected it to happen <laughs> so he's pretty happy for me uh, yesterday we had the uh, all-star game at Campbell Ball and, and Kelly was there and he always likes to ask when the league uh, draft is he he acts like he's part of Jeff Gall and Rob Gall's team and uh, he said who won, who won it this year and I said Jordan Pace and he's is he, does he call you Giorgio or something he calls me, yeah, various nicknames, but that's one of them. He goes, oh, Giorgio? He goes, <laughs> he goes how did he win it? <laughs> one of my favorite Kelly Campbell bits, and I was talking about this with somebody recently, is Kelly, as long as I've known him, he's he's a fan of the Titans, but he has this bit where he's also just a fan of whoever is winning that season in the NFL. So, like, in 2009, he was a big Saints fan. He was a Colts fan the year after that. He yes. Just, he's, he he kind of rolls with the tide. That um, is very yeah. accurate. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. Love it. Yeah. So, he was curious when our draft was, acting like he was going to be there and everything, but uh, we know he's, we, not, he's not showing up. Right. <laughs> it would be hilarious if he did, though. But uh, who, has a, who has a better chance of showing up at our, our draft, Kelly Campbell or John Nichols? Yeah. Oh, um, that's that's solid. That is a great question. That's a great question. So, uh, Pay. Speaking of which, um, you mentioned you've been in this since ninth grade. Ninth grade. Yeah. So, uh, so have the IDP still suck? Which they have moved on. Um, how did that conversation go um, with you and them when they they let you know they were moving on? Yeah, I mean, it was a little awkward. It's, it's, it's one of those deals where it's like, you know, when, when you're, you're working at Pace. Uh, someplace. Pace. <laughs> Matt Collins Pace. is coming in our office. I need you to tell me, how bad do you hate Ross Garrison? Uh, not as bad as Matt Collins hates Ross Garrison. <laughs> Ross, there is nowhere you can run that I'm not already there. 
Matt Collins is in <laughs> McMinnville right now. He's headed off to McMinnville. That's... Oh, Just man. so you know, Matt Collins unlocked my office door and blasted in here. A few yeah, ago. this is his second appearance on the podcast, and it's kind of scaring us a little bit. I'm just, I don't know. Courtney needs to calm him down. Yes, for bit. real, man. So anyway, like back, having, back to Jake. <laughs> Jake, Jake. <laughs> it's like having a heckler at a, at a comedy show. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. So it's one of those deals, like, you know, when, when you're working at a place and one of your, like, favorite coworkers comes up to you and kind of is like, hey, by the way, I've applied for a new job. Don't tell anybody, but in a yeah. couple of weeks, yeah. you know, I'm going to be working somewhere else. Right. So I had I had Intel before their announcement. Yes. Um, you know, I was bummed about it to my to my closest friends. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just you know, time time to move on, I suppose. Do you feel like they were waiting for you to win the championship? Like they were holding holding on to the league until you won, oh. and then they let go. That's yeah, I hadn't thought of that. That's yeah. a good point. I mean, I would like to believe that was the case, but I think I think secretly they did not want me to win, and I think it was one of those like, oh, pace one, it's not as fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you've seen all the the uh, I guess the guesses for your jersey. Um, do you have any hints that you would like to give as to what the jersey will be on draft draft day that you have that you've picked? To me, I just kind of felt like it was kind of obvious, like what it's going to be um, for 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 someone, anyone that knows me. Um, you know, I, I'm not really much of a jersey guy at games anymore. I used to buy like every Titans jersey possible. Yeah, who burned uh, you? And then I, uh, I think it was Marcus Mariota. Actually, yeah, I, yeah. I bought his jersey at a Dick Sporting Goods on the way to Tampa Bay for Week One when when it was Mariota versus Jameis that yeah. first week of the rookie season. And we were on the way there to the game, and I bought a Marcus jersey at a Dick Sporting Goods. And after that, I vowed to never to never buy another jersey. And so it felt fitting that I I get another one by winning the league. And so I think that's the only way I'll procure a jersey in the future is is through means of winning a fantasy football yeah. league. Um, I think it's pretty obvious to anybody that knows me knows it's going to be a Titans jersey. Um, and we can, I, I think we can reveal that the text between me and you, you were, you were waiting to see if AJ Brown was going to get that extension. Yes, that was the clue I was going to give. Is I, I had been wavering for a long time. I actually put it in my calendar of like a decision date of, of which jersey to select, and that that decision was made pretty easy <laughs> on NFL draft night when uh, Titans GM John Robinson decided to deal away. I would say AJ Brown was probably my favorite current Titans player at, at that time. Yeah. So he was he was definitely the leader in the clubhouse to uh, for me to for me to pick him. But um, yeah, moved on. Of course. How, how do you feel about that whole when when you found out about the trade and everything and and about Burks coming in? What are your your thoughts on all that? Yeah, I was really bummed. I'll be honest. Like I uh, I'm still kind of upset about it. I you know just being truthful. Like we so uh, Brandy and I and some friends we went to this like. Um, there's like a cooking event in, uh, in Nashville where we were at this, this thing where people, all these chefs got together and cooked. And I was kind of away from my phone on draft night, which is kind of rare for me. So I was kind of like totally away from Twitter, totally away from, from ESPN and all of that. And then we got in the car and we're headed home and I put on Mike Keith, I put on Titans radio. And literally as soon as we start the car and I turn on 104.5, the zone, I hear the Titans have traded receiver AJ Brown. Like Mike Keith is the one who broke the news to me, and it was just it was awful. Like I had to pull over. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty poetic for Mike Keith to break that news. Yes, to for sure. He it was definitely poetic. He even like there was like a somberness to his voice. Like you could tell he he was not a fan. Man, that's crazy. Um, 
Pace, can we uh, can we count on you offering or bringing something to the draft like you did food food wise, um, like you did last year? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's already in the uh, in the plans. So, Pace, I want to go really quick over. Um, I was just looking at your draft last year um, and comparing it to your roster on the very last week of the season, mm-hmm. and I don't know that I I don't know that I've seen a team be able to be as consistent from the draft all the way through the playoffs as the team you drafted last year. So out of your top 15 picks, I don't, I'm don't. i assuming you know this, maybe you don't, um, only three players out of your top 15 picks were not on your roster at the end of the season. Two of them were IDPs. So Marquez Callaway was the only offensive player that was not on your roster at the end of the season. And almost every player you drafted was in your starting lineup at the end of the season. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Like, it worked in my favor. I think if you if, if we said that about any other team in the league, it'd be like, look how stubborn insert team here was. They didn't make any moves. They didn't make any trades. They kept their team that they drafted. Uh, I think it just kind of worked out in my favor this past year. But it's funny. It's like I, I left the draft that night last year, and I remember thinking, like, this is the worst draft you've probably ever had. Uh, just super pessimistic. And then, you know, ended up winning the league. But, like, in years past where I thought I had a really good draft and Yahoo gave me an A-plus and all that, you know, I've, I've not made the playoffs or I've gotten the ice bucket. So it never goes the way you think it does leaving college side after after the draft night. Um, but, yeah, I think I had a different I had a different strategy last year than I have in years past. I, I drafted a Colts player for the first time ever. So I think that was kind of uh, – I, I knew once I drafted Naheem Hines, I was like, "All right, we're throwing all all caution to the wind." <laughs> so, who who were uh, his top three picks last year? Uh, and this is another thing that was really impressive. Um, Austin Eckler was his number one pick. Do you remember who your number two pick was? I think it was Cooper Cup, right? No, no it I think was Cooper. Calvin Ridley, who oh, was on your IR. At incredible! Oh. That's even more incredible. He won the yes. league. Calvin Ridley yeah. was your second yeah. pick. Wow. And then Cooper Cup, right? Cooper Cup, then Kyler yeah. Murray, okay. who was MVP-like the first seven yeah, weeks. Yeah, right. And then you just had to kind of putter along with him the last few yeah. weeks of the season. Yeah. And who can else? I Keep... say something about, uh, can I say something about Kyler Murray? Yeah. Like Zach asked for a clue earlier about who the jersey will be. It's not going to be <laughs> Kyler Murray. And I, I am vowing he is on my no thanks list. No thank you, John nope. McClain style. Yeah. I am done with Kyler Murray. Yeah. He hey. burned me last year. He's burned me in the past. He literally he just got a new contract like two days ago. Yeah. But he's going to be watching film. He's going to be watching yeah, film for four extra hours so a week. So weird. Like the Cardinals had to give him like a, a education clause where he has to like sit there and study. It's like, so strange. It's like when you get sent to summer school. That's yeah. what this is. I, so I'm done with Kyler Murray. No, thank you. Keep keep running down his his, All right. his draft real First quick. First pick was Austin Eckler. Yeah. Second pick, Calvin Ridley. All right. Third pick, Cooper Cup. Yep. Fourth pick, Kyler Murray. Fifth pick, T. Higgins. All right. Damian Harris. Bobby Wagner. Nope. Who Cameron Reed just said he's going to draft in the first yeah. two rounds yes. of, of yeah. the league this year. So, uh, Naheem Hines. Marquez Callaway. James Conner. Oh wow! Mike Gusecki, Deion Jones, Kenneth Murray. I'm gonna stop it. Yeah, 15. that's good. Yeah. Okay, pace. Michael Gallup and Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Top pace. This year, you're you have one. You it, it would have to be this way. You're stuck. You're you're stuck between Eckler and Cooper Cup. Which one are you taking? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. 
wow, you're going to leave Eckler after all these years. Yeah, I, I, well, I don't know, man. I, like the running back shelf life, as we all know, is is fairly short, and I feel like Eckler is it's just kind of the natural progression of, of the Chargers' offense. Like I don't think they're going to involve him as much. They just drafted a running back in the first like three rounds, I think, this past year. I'm not saying I'm moving on from him, but if I had to pick between the two of those guys, I think Cooper Cup is trending upward, and and uh, Eckler's probably going down. All right. Well, that was no hesitation right there. He's uh, taking Cooper Cup, so. Jake's writing it down in his notes right now. So, yeah, uh, I, I, I kind of I'm more I'm more curious to see how how Jake did in his his uh in his mock from last year because I feel like you know I sat by him last year and it was like two picks in I think it was like a bust. Yeah. So I, I'm always curious to see how his mocks go. Man, I, yeah, I'm excited. That's always a good episode. So Jake, uh, go ahead and start be thinking about the the pre draft mock episode. That's what we need. So pace one yeah. last question. Um, so you probably more than any other player, because you're the podcast host, uh, you have been razzed for a decade about taking on a co-manager and you held off and you held off and you held off. I'm not doing it. I gotta, I gotta win this on my own. I've got to win this on my own. Well, now you've won it. So as you reflect back, are you happy that you never took on a co-manager or are you ready to take on a co-manager now? Or, uh, how do you feel about that? Because that that's been a conversation probably every year on the podcast, since we've been doing the podcast. Jake, Jake's heart rate just increased right now. He's listening. <laughs> Matt, that is a fantastic question. Man, I'm glad you asked it. Um, no, I, that is really funny. I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I am glad I, I held off. It does feel sweeter to win, you know, as a solo manager, I, I would say. Um, but I do think, like, I don't know. There's like, you know, like when a team wins a championship, they, they still find motivation. Like the reigning champion can still find motivation somewhere in the shadows, like before the next season. Like, you know, they're like, <laughs> doubting us. They don't believe in us. And I feel like I felt that the, the minute I won the championship, because my, my first thought didn't go to joy. It was more of just like, I can't believe there was like 15 stack corrections and you won this you know, based on, on a solo tackle or there was, you know, it was so close. There's probably the, the, like the tightest contested championship we've probably ever had. Um, so part of me just feels like, you know, this league probably doesn't uh, believe you, you're a true champion because it was, it was a, a stack correction and went back and forth. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm motivated to win again on my own and like in convincing fashion. And, and I mean, we talked about it all year last year, but shout out to the Almond Brothers for the season they had. Yes, incredible. It, it was it was a juggernaut of a season. If they were ever going to win one, yes, it was last oh, year. Man. Yeah, and you took them down. So yeah, I almost felt guilty about it, but like then I started talking myself out of that guilt. I was like, well, you know, if they would have won, they would have fought over who gets the jersey, oh. and you know, James probably would have been insufferable with the shark facts coming back as like the reigning champion. So I, I. I talked myself off the ledge of, of guilt and shame. The San Jose Sharks jersey, yeah. NHL jersey. That's yeah. great. Um, well, g- thank you for doing them a favor. Then that was very that was kind very nice. Yes, very kind. Very kind. Yeah, man, the people. All right, Pace. Thanks for but, joining yeah. us. What? Thanks for having me, guys. Can I give a shout out real quick? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, little plug in or a, a promo, as they say in the biz. Uh, if you guys who live in Cookville have not been yet, please go and uh, get your morning cup of coffee at the Exceptional Bean. Yes. Um, my sister and a lot of her friends work there now. Um, my sister, I'd say she works there. I think she's worked like a total of two shifts. And I text her all the time. I'm like, hey, are you working today? And it's always no. 
And then she'll text me and say she is working. So I bust her for texting on the job. So if you, <laughs> if you go to the exceptional bean and she is there to greet you, say hello, get a cup of coffee, and uh, go support that local business. So yeah, we, great work they're doing. We drove by the other day. It was really packed. So we're definitely going to try to go by. So hey, text me when if you find out when her shift is because we would love to, to go there when she's working. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I really appreciate you guys having me and uh, looking forward to our pre-draft meeting, what, next week? This, this coming Tuesday at 8.15 p.m. Central. All right, see you guys then. All right, thanks, Pace. Thanks, Jordan. Yeah. Bye. We out. That's it. Hey, thanks for joining us this week. We will be back soon. We'll be back. Uh, after we, the pre-draft. After the pre-draft meeting, Jake. Get ready. We're going to have the, the big Jake mock draft episode so looking forward to it all right welcome cameron reed congratulations jordan pace yes go patriots right wow that was just for cam that was just for cam and also um even if matt's door is locked nobody is safe matt collins will find you he'll find you ross ross look under your desk right now